Hello and welcome to the Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. Faithful Filipino valet Cato, Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs, risking his life that criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, The Make Believe Sheriff. The Green Hornet strikes again. Backroom hideout, Slick Maynard, big-time crook and confidence man, was talking to his two partners in crime, Fingers and Biff. Well, fellas, so far we've done all right by ourselves in this burg. So far the cops haven't got any kind of a line on who pulled off those last three jobs of ours. Yeah, Slick, we sure got to hand it to you for planning things out right so we didn't leave no clues or nothing. <laughs> hey, we can move on to some other burg with the dough we got and live decent. What do you mean, decent? Well, I mean in a, in a nice dump and all that. You know. Yeah? How long do you think that dough's going to last, Biff? we got to run up the ante before we can live like you're thinking of. Hey, Slick, we may not be so lucky in this town if we pull any more jobs. If the cops do get a line on us, we'd be sunk. Now, stop shaking in your boots, fingers, and let's listen to Slick. He knows what's best. Yeah, got something in mind, Slick? Yeah. Believe you me, it's something big this time. Did you ever hear of the Blue India Diamond? Sure. That's the rock the Chesley Dame had put into a, uh, uh, well, you know, one of them things you, you pin on your front like? <laughs> that's a brooch, you dumb cluck. Yeah, yeah, that's what Hey, I mean. hey, that rock's unlucky, and it's too well known to get rid of. You can count me out on that deal. Oh, is that so? 
Well, I'm counting you in, Fingers. That's one job we need you on, but definitely, see? I said count me out. And nothing you can say will change my mind. Well, maybe this will make you change your mind, you scary dope. Hey, 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 put down that gun slick. Now, look, you, I'm telling you mugs what to do around here. What I say goes, get it? Oh, yeah, well, I ain't taking no threats off of you. Now, hold yeah. his fingers, he'll drill you. So help me, I'll biff you in if you don't come to your senses. No, 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 wait, Biff, I was only kidding. Okay, I'll let you go then. Hold it. Don't be a fool and try to jump slick when he has a rod pointed at you. Okay, okay, let me loose. Uh, slick, you ain't got no right to pull that rod on me like that. Well, I'm putting it away, Fingers. I just want you to know I mean what I say, get it? Sure, I get it. Well, then sit down and listen, you punkhead. Slick ain't gonna give us any bum steers, are you, Slick? You ought to know that by now. They got the whole thing planned out. Uh, what's a dump? Well, the Chesley dame is going to a swell lunch today. And there was mention in the paper that she was going to wear that brooch with a blue India hunk eyes in it. Yeah, you see, Biffy, he's cracked. We can't rob that dame in broad daylight. Now, look, you shut up or I'll biff you like I said. Go on, Slick. Well, she keeps that brooch in a bank safety deposit box, see? And she ain't using it for some swell occasion. Well, that lunch will last probably till after the bank is closed, so she'll keep it at home tonight. And I've been casing that joint where she lives, see? Say, maybe you got something there. What's the layout, Slick? Well, her husband's out of town. She's got an old dude who's sort of a houseman. Also a maid who does the cooking. Maid has Tuesdays off, see? And this is Tuesday. The matter meets out tonight. Well, you mean the old man's there alone tonight, then? Huh? Yeah, in a way. She has a kid, too. A boy goes to bed early. Just a punk, about six or seven. And hey, maybe that dame will wear that rock when she goes to dinner. No, 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 no. She only wears it on special occasions, like I told you. No, I expect she'll put it into a small wall safe she's got in an upstairs sitting room. Say, you really did case that joint, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I got all the dope from the maid when I went to the back door as a salesman one day last week. <laughs> she yaps her jaws so fast she almost sold me the kitchen stove before I left. <laughs> <laughs> well, you always did have a uh, way with women, Slick. <laughs> yeah, that sure sounds like the job's made for us. The fingers here to open that wall safe. And supposing something goes wrong while I'm opening that safe? We'll be right there to protect you, sonny boy. Nothing will go wrong. Old setup's a cinch. Grab that beautiful piece of ice tonight, then we can leave town with a fortune in our mitts. And neither Mrs. Chesley nor the cops will ever know what became of the famous Blue India Diamond brooch. Late that afternoon, Mrs. Chesley returned home from the luncheon. And before leaving for an early dinner with friends, she was giving final instructions to her small son, Tommy, and to the houseman, Elberton. Now, remember, Tommy, be a good boy and go to bed right after Elberton gives you his dinner. Yes, Mother. Mother? What is it, dear? Was Daddy ever a sheriff? (laughs) No, darling. Why? Because... He had other things to do, Tommy. Can a sheriff arrest people, Mother? Oh, I suppose they can. Now run along and play, dear. Mother's in a hurry. Why? Oh, Tommy, please. Elberton. Yes, madam. Perhaps you'd better take Tommy downstairs and get him something to eat right now. Yes, madam. Oh, I don't want to. I want to play sheriff. Can I, Mother? Can I? Say, may I, Tommy? Not can I. Well, may I then? Yes. For a little while. But when Elberton tells you it's time to eat, you go with him. Yes, Mother. Are you leaving right now? Yes, dear. Kiss, Mother. Take good care of Tommy, Elberton. Yes, madam. Oh, Elberton. 
I almost forgot. Will you put my brooch in the safe before you go downstairs? Right away, madam. Put up your hands, L.B. I'm a sheriff. Oh, goodness <laughs> me, Master Tommy. You frightened me with that toy gun. Put them up, mister. This isn't a toy gun. I'm going to put you in jail. Well, now, Master Tommy, you don't look like a sheriff to me. You haven't any badge on. Gee, I forgot. Sheriff Stu wear badges, don't they? Most assuredly. To be a sheriff, you must have a badge, Master Tommy. Oh, your mother is calling. Stay here and let come back, Sheriff Tommy. <laughs> All right, L.B., I'll arrest you when you come back. Gee, how can I be a sheriff without a badge to wear? People won't believe I'm a sheriff if I don't have one. Mr. Tommy. What? Go into your own room, get into your pajamas, and if you hang all your clothes up nicely in the closet, I'll bring your supper up on the tray. You will? Oh, boy, that'll be swell. I'll go right away, L.B. I like supper on a tray. After Tommy had had his supper and was sleeping, Elberton went to his own room on the ground floor just off the kitchen. Hearing the distant rumble of thunder, he hastened upstairs to close the windows. Soon he reached the door of the upstairs sitting room. Oh, my, I forgot to put out this light. Eh? Who's that? Come in. I saw a man with his leg over that windowsill. The brooch. I forgot to put it in the safe. It's gone. I must phone for the police. Meanwhile, in his office at the Daily Sentinel building, Britt Reed, young man about town and publisher of the Sentinel, was talking to his secretary, Lenore Case. It's been a long time since Edna Chesler's worn the famous Blue India Diamond brooch in public, Miss Case. The story she told me about it today will make a good Sunday feature. You know the Chesleys quite well, don't you, Mr. Reed? Yes, they're very nice people. They must be extremely wealthy to own a gem like that. Well, as a matter of fact, Miss Case, I think practically all they have is tied up in that brooch. Mrs. Chesley's mother willed it to her. She told me today she was thinking seriously of putting it on the market for sale. I suppose she'd hate to have to part with it. Yes, I suppose so. But her fortune has dwindled so that she may have to give it up, whether she wants to or not. I hope that storm doesn't last long. I didn't come to the office prepared for rain. I mean, summer storms don't usually last very long. I think it's about over now. Mr. Reed's office, Miss Case speaking. Hello, Casey. Is Reed there? Oh, it's you, Axford. Just a minute. Our self-appointed reporter, Michael Axford, wants to talk to you, Mr. Reed. <laughs> it's Axford, huh? Hello, Axford. What's up? Penny Reed. I'm down at Cops headquarters. I just got word that somebody stole the Chesley Blue India Diamond. What? That's right, Reed. The houseman phoned and said he went into the sitting room where it was and was just in time to see a man disappear through the window. The squad car was in the neighborhood and got around there in time to see some guy hightailing across the street from the house and climbing into a car. They're following the car now. So they took the Chesley brooch, huh? Yeah, but the cops will run him down. I'll stick with Sergeant Burke in case they bring the crooks in. Then we'll have the whole story. All right, Axford. I do hope they catch those thieves. Be sure to get in touch with me as soon as you have any further news. That I will read. If I'm not here, call me at home, Axford. I'll be interested to know the outcome of the chase. And for Mrs. Chesley's sake, I hope the police run them down before they dispose of it. Sure. Okay, Reed. So long. Goodbye, Axford. Did I hear you say that somebody took that diamond? Yes, Miss Case, so Axford said. 
And if it isn't found, Edna Chesley will be in rather difficult circumstances. Isn't it insured? Well, she said the insurance ran out some time ago and was never renewed. Her husband's business is in a bad way. And if they don't get that stone back, it's going to be a hard blow to her. A very hard blow. Later that evening, Britt Reed went to his apartment, where Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet, was waiting. Oh, good evening, Mr. Britt. Mr. Axford called for you on the telephone a little while ago. What do you have to say, Cato? He said to tell you police follow crooks for a long way out of River Road. Later find car abandoned. They're still hunting out in that neighborhood for men who are in the car. I see. The crooks gave them the slip, evidently. What is it crooks steal, Mr. Britt? The Chesley brooch, Cato. And I feel sorry for Edna Chesley. Oh, they get famous blue India diamond. That's right. I'd do most anything in the world to help get it back for her. Not much you can do, Mr. Britt. But uh, perhaps if Green Hornet... I've uh, been thinking of that, Cato. Did Axford say the police are still hunting the crooks out in the vicinity of the river road? Yes, Mr. Britt. Well, then while their attention is turned out there... It might not be a bad idea for the Green Hornet to go to the Chesley home and have a look around. Maybe some clue might be found there to lead us to those crooks. Come on, Cato, we'll do it. Yes, Colonel Ready. Also, Black Beauty, Mr. Briggs. Good. Let's go, Cato. Fingers, I should let you out a slug this morning when you argued with me. Sure fine the way you messed up this deal. Uh, how did I know that old coot was going to come walking into the room just then? Well, if it wasn't such a scary dope, he would have slugged him and gone ahead and opened that safe like he was supposed to. Yeah, we should have beat it and left you to the cops. That's what we should have done. Yeah, if the cops ever get a hold of this mope, they'll grill him till he tells everything he ever knew. That's one thing we won't have happen, Biff. Let the cops get their mitts on fingers. Ah, we got away from them, didn't we? What are you beefing about? Well, if we hadn't had this car park out there in the River Road for a quick change, they would have got us. Hey, <laughs> you sure were smart to think of that, Slick. <laughs> In case anything did happen, and it did. Well, those coppers are still out there hunting. Yeah, so what? Listen, Lunkhead. As long as they think we're away out there on foot trying to hide, they won't expect us to make a second try for that hunk of ice, kid. Sure. And no one but Slick would think that one up and have the nerve to try. Hey, you mean we're yeah, going to go yeah, back? we're going to go back there, see? I'll take care of that old house man while you go up over the roof and crack the safe. And this time, brother, you better come out with that diamond brooch or else. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment.
now, back to our story. Not knowing that the crooks had eluded the police and were returning to make another try for the diamond brooch, Britt Reed and Cato speeded toward the Chesley home in the Black Beauty. Meantime, Slick, Biff, and Fingers arrived near their destination and parked their car in the shadows. Hey, Slick. I just thought of something. Yeah, what's on your mind, Biffy? It seems mighty funny to me that since the brooch is still in there, the cops didn't leave somebody here to guard it for the rest of the night. Hey, maybe they did leave somebody inside. Quiet, you. What if they did? They wouldn't leave more than one guy and we can handle him. I don't think they left anybody. They don't know we'd have the nerve to try again like this. Hey, before I go in to crack that safe slick... You gotta go inside and make sure it's okay. Or I ain't gonna have no part in it, see? Get going, you. Go on. Well, I'm going, Biff. Take it easy. All right, right, you are. Now get out and get stuck. Come on, you big dope. I'll go along with you and see if you don't get hurt. Well, I'll slip into those bushes near the front of the house, and the cops do come back, I'll whistle. If you need help inside, I'll be ready. Okay, Biff. I'll go around through the back and quiet that old house, man. Come on, Fingers. This time we're coming out with that rock. While the three crooks were discussing their plans in their car up the street, Britt Reed and Cato arrived in the alley behind the Chesley place. think perhaps police have somebody there in the house, Mr. Britt? I hope not, Cato, but I'll have to risk it. You stay here and be ready for a quick getaway. I'll be ready, Mr. Britt. Good. I don't expect to be very long. Oh, there's light in the window near the back entrance. Yes, that's where the manservant stays. I was here once some time ago. If I remember correctly, the safe was in an upstairs sitting room with windows over the front porch. I'll uh, go there now, so be on guard, Cato. Yes, sir. You be careful for a trap. Leaving Cato and the Black Beauty, Britt Reed moved silently into the shadows and was soon standing alongside the front porch under the sitting room windows. Because of that rain, there's quite a bit of mud right here. And footsteps in that mud. Ah, here it goes. With expert and cat-like movements, Britt Reed made his way to the porch roof. Finding the window to the sitting room unlatched, he quietly raised it and lifted himself over the sill into the room beyond. Now for a quick look around with my flashlight. That's strange. With all that mud down below, there should be at least a trace of it on the rug. There's the wall safe over there. Let's see. Yes, I leave a mud track when I step. Evidently, that houseman saw the crook entering and not leaving. Therefore, the brooch should still be here. And yet he reported to the police that it was gone. Say, maybe he was the one... Sounds like somebody on the roof. I'll hide behind this chair. I could have sworn I'd seen some sort of light go on and off in here. I guess my nerves are jumpy. And now to break that safe and get the rock. Yeah. 
Seems to be empty. There must be something pulled off here. That note all slick must have got a wrong steer. And if I say I didn't get it, he'll come right oh, back and... Hey, jumping catfish, what goes? Who are you? Where's that brooch? Hey, let me look at you with a... Great creeping lizards of green horn. Answer me, where's that brooch? Honest hornet, it ain't here. It's gone. Look for yourself. Step aside. Empty. It is gone, then. Hey, maybe you're pulling a fast one. Maybe you took it. You're the one who's trying to pull a fast one. I, I got think this I... rod right in your back, wise guy. Don't make a move or I'll kill you. Hey, good for you, Slick. Hey, I think he's got that hunk of ice we came after. I'll turn on the light. Out. Hand it over, Hornet. We didn't make two trips here for nothing. Oh, you mugs are the same ones you were here earlier. So what? Quit stalling. Give me that rock. My head and I wouldn't give it to you. Oh, no. Frisk him, Pigas. Yeah, sure, sure. Keep him covered, Slick. Touch me, mug. Hey, hey. Back on my shit. Oh, you missed him, Slick. Get him. Try it again. Quiet, you. I'll give you the last thing I do. There goes your gun, Crook. And now it's my turn. No, 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 wait. Take it, Lark. Hey, the gas. The gas gun. I... Hey, Slick. Slick, where... Slick, the cops are... Hey, so that's it, huh? Good thing I got a gun here. Another one, huh? Yeah, another one. And this one has a drop on the Green Hornet himself. The cops will find you here with them, too, but they won't find me. They ain't gonna plug you, Hornet. Put him out, mister. Hey, what the... Give me that gun! Ah, that little boy took your attention just the right time. Now you can take it, big boy. No, no, no. Yes. Can't breathe. Mister. Oh, so you're going to make me your prisoner, is that it? Yep, I'm a sheriff, and I'm going to arrest you. Well, uh, how do I know you're a sheriff? You don't look like a sheriff to me, Sonny. My name isn't Sonny, it's Tommy. And I'm a sheriff with a gun and a... Oh, <laughs> now I know. You don't think I'm a sheriff because I don't have a badge on. Elby says I have to have a badge to arrest him, too. And I have one, too. Better, better than any sheriff, Scott, I bet you. Oh, so you have a badge, huh? I'll tell you what. You uh, show me your badge, and then uh, maybe I'll believe you're really a sheriff, Tommy. Wait till I get this badge out of my pocket. Look, see? Here's my badge. Isn't it a swell one? The brooch. Uh, yes, yes, that's really a fine one, Tommy. Now you'll believe me, mister. Say, why do you have that thing over your face like that? Why, uh, I'm just playing a game, Tommy. Well, now I'm going to arrest you, see? Oh, no, wait a minute, Mr. Sheriff. Uh, suppose we make a deal. A what? A deal, Tommy. See, uh, I'll give you these, and uh, you let me go. How about it? What are those, money? Well, not exactly, but we'll make believe they are. Is that a deal? <laughs> Gee, give them to me, then. There you are. What was that? That's people coming, Tommy, so I'll have to leave you. Oh, don't go. I want to play some more. You can play sheriff anyway. Just stand near those bad men laying there on the floor, and uh, don't let them get away. I'll watch them. They won't get away, mister. But, but I want you to stay, too. Now, listen, Tommy. There's some real policemen coming right now. You can play with them a while. And be sure to show them your badge so they'll know you're a sheriff. Now, goodbye, Tommy. Be a good boy. Hey, don't leave me here with these bad men. What's going on in here? What was that shooting? Glory be, look at here. Holy cross, Sarge. There's three of them stretched out like... What about, mister? Oh, oh, Sarge. You take that gun away from that kid before it goes off. <laughs> oh, expert, that's rich. The kid's holding a toy cap pistol in your back and you're shaking like a leaf. A toy pistol, is it? Well, now I knew it all the time. Can't I give the boy a little fun, Sarge? Looks to me like he's already had plenty of fun. Say, Sarge, you don't mean to say you think this little boy did all this to them three there, do you? No, I don't. But somebody did. Cassidy tipped us off there was somebody entering this place through that upstairs window. 
And here we find three of them stretched out like this. Hey, Sarge, we found the houseman knocked out cold down in his room. These three are crooks, all right, but... Hey, Sonny, what do you know about all this? I'm a sheriff, mister, and I'm watching these bad men like the other man said to. <laughs> so you think you're a sheriff, eh? Sure, and I got this badge to make me a sheriff, see? <laughs> so you call that it? Hey, that's the brooch that was stolen a while ago. You mean that's the India diamond thing? This is my badge, and I didn't steal it. It belongs to my mother, so there. Sure, sure, son, sure. You're a brave little lad to get it back from these crooks. Your mother will be mighty proud of you. She will? Sure she will, me lad. Why? Why? Well, for getting it back and all, like the side said. <laughs> Doesn't he talk funny? I think I'll arrest him. He sure does, Sonny. <laughs> that he does. Funny, is it? Now, look at here, little boy. If you don't eh? want to be arrested, you can give me money like that other man did. <laughs> the kid's in the hold-up game. That he is. Yeah, he's got a racket all his own. <laughs> so somebody gave you money to let him go, huh? Uh, let's see all the money he gave you. There, see? Oh, so you call that money, eh? Well, that's... <laughs> Great Pluto's ghost, Dashford. Look at here. The kid's got a handful of them. Handful of what are you talking about, Sag? Look for yourself. See? He's got a whole fistful of seals. Seals of the Green Hornet. Heaven preserve us. Where did he get them on? He gave them to me because I was going to arrest him. But when he gave me these, I let him go. <laughs> he said I could play with the policemen when they came. Are you policemen? Sure, sure, Sonny. But don't tell anybody. So this is the work of the Hornet, eh? And somehow the kid got the brooch back from him and his gang. We must have scared them off. Get those thugs out of here, boys. What? What happened to Tommy? Where is he? Hey, look, Sarge. The houseman must have come, too. That's him there. Tell me. Where's the little boy? Take it easy, fella. Hey, you expert. Get your big carcass to one side so this guy can get a look at the kid. Ah, now you give me a pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we can't see through it. <laughs> There's the boy. Hello, Elby. I was hiding behind this great fat man to surprise you. Huh. I'm playing sheriff. See all my prisoners? Oh, Tommy, thank heaven you're all right. But those men, one of them is a man who attacked me. Tommy, are you sure you aren't hurt? Hurt? <laughs> Take a look at them for a change. And what's more, the kid got the brooch back. Took it off the green hornet himself, no less. Green hornet? Tommy facing all these men in the clean heart. Catch him, Cassidy. He's fainted. Ha! Elby's playing dead just for fun, isn't he? Bang! Bang! Why don't you fall down, mister? Ah, bang, bang yourself, youngster. I'm busy. Say, Sonny, here comes your mother. What happened? Hello, mother. I was just playing sheriff. You told me I could. Sure. The kid's all right, ma'am. And here's your brooch. It was stolen this evening, but somehow the kid got it back. And we got the crooks in the bargain. Oh, my poor baby. Baby, is it? Sure, and if at his age he can play sheriff and do all this, I hope he don't start playing president or he wind up at the White House. That he will. And what beats me down to a pulp, ma'am, is how he managed to get a fistful of seals from that ace of criminals, the green harlot himself. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents are fictitious. Bob Height speaking. This is the Blue Network. <laughs>